Hello and welcome to another Woodshop Podcast with Mike Coffey of Coffee Custom Builds, Daniel Dunlap of Daniel Dunlap Woodworks, and Peter Kapar of Petrie's Workshop. You can find us all as well as the podcast on Instagram and YouTube. Episode 155 of Another Woodshop Podcast brought to you entirely by OpenAI, where we feed the entire pre-show into ChatGPT and it tells us exactly what to say for the next hour plus. Anyways, it is my absolute pleasure to welcome our guest this week, Silent Bob from Clerks. But before we get to him, Mike, what's going on? Hey, literally everything, including this, is scripted by AI. Thank you, AI, for making podcasts happen. (laughs) Now, Dan, you need to put in the more you know sound there. <laughs> so it sounds like a full ad. <laughs> the pause. I don't, I don't know how it sounds, actually. It's, it's <laughs> escaping me. I, uh, I actually cannot remember how to filter the Patreon web page right now. So well, I'm going to tell you, we do have some VIP patrons, uh, and I'll figure out how to do that. Oh, here we go. Join date. <laughs> what a bozo. Uh, these are not new ones. So, Oh, wait. Alan Tag. Is that a new one? That Is might be a new. new one? That, I don't. I'm not familiar with the name. Here's another new one. Apparently, I can't believe this is all Nick scripted. Brim. <laughs> yeah, thank you, AI. I think made Nick so Brim's uh, card just got declined because you know he's. Broke. Yeah, I just wanted to bring it up publicly uh, <laughs> that Nick Brim's card was declined and that he had to re up on. And hey, thanks, Nick. Anyway, thanks, Nick. Nick Aloysius Brim, Brim. for uh, having for having. <laughs> no, Bill Parker Combs, new patron, looks like uh, April first. So anyway, is that a no, Benjamin? Alan, Alan is that an Tag April is a new one. <clears throat> yeah, Alan. T- I'm t- I'm reading the new ones. Give me a second here. Yeah, March thirty. Yeah, so we've got like four of them. He hasn't Don't done worry. this in like a month. Benja- Benjamin Button uh, is also no, just Benjamin, Benjamin Netanyahu. The Prime Minister of Jerusalem <laughs> has become a patriot. No, Jerusalem Benjamin is isn't that a city? Know, Israel, Israel. Israel. You're right. There you go. Good call. Uh, pal- yeah, uh, I'm anyway, also thanks, the Benjamin. geography guy. I don't know if you know this or not. Yeah, we never got into it. So you're a mathematician. Uh, math magician. Uh, anyway, thanks to all those new folks. But also, I want to say a big thank you to our VIP patrons. That's Alex Copajohn, Andrew Deering. Is this correct? Is this current? Hold no, on a that's not saying words that now. We're saying okay, names. Okay, uh, Alex Copajohn's Bill Burkle, Daniel. Daniel Bryson, Justin with Calvary Customs, Christian Tongue, Malcolm at Boston Nova Woodworks, Matt Maynard at Patriotic Pines, Maxim Mindy Coons, Michael Flickinger, Michael Lydon, Square Splinter, Steve Iadarola. It's Iadarola, not Laterola. I had that uh, corrected to me. It's Iadarola. That's the way I've been saying it when you're gone. Uh, so, yeah, big thank you to uh, thems. You guys are amazing. Thank, thank you, you guys. so much. Thank you, AI, for helping me say all that. Uh, all I don't really remember AI what we generated do names. Ask, we ask ChatGPT. Chat, what are we supposed to be doing? Oh, it is apparently this. What's up, my bitch? Oh, uh, just oh my gosh. Here. Is that what we do? What, what do we normally do here? I feel like we have a guest normally, so we kind of ask them about stuff. Yeah. We're going straight into what's on my bench, so we're kind of rocking and rolling through it. Okay. I mean... Uh, Dun Dunleasel, what's your uh, what's your week looking? Fun like? fact: When my family came over from the Czech Republic, that that was our actual name, Dun Dunweasel. No, Bef- at at uh, at at I just, Ellis, I was fact. You guys changed it, to Ellis. No, had, oh, you were you were asking ChatGPT if that was in fact true. <laughs> 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 when we landed it. What's that? Murdoch Plymouth Island, Rock. not Rupert Murdoch. No, what's the, what's the rich guy out there? With a bu- at Eps, Buffett Eps, Island. Epstein <laughs> Island. <laughs> Ooh, oh, Epstein no. Island. Oh, too soon. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No. No. Ah. Oh. Uh. Okay. Uh. I'll never speak of my uncle Jeffrey again. No. Um, anyway, nobody wants oh, to hang out with God. Him. No. What? <laughs> no, we don't do that. We don't do those jokes. <laughs> Oh no. No 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 no. Oh no 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 Oh my god. Dan Dan, what's on your bench? Anyway, Dan. Bow ties, huh? Nervous laughter. Um, so glad I script came back to this. <laughs> yeah. Bow ties and inserts. Everybody yeah. knows about we that. We literally but... can't be held liable for anything said because <laughs> ChatGPT wrote this whole script. Absolutely oh everything. We ha- I have the transcripts. 
Um, it even told me what I did this week, which is I actually started working more on the farmhouse table. I started to put together the base. I whipped out the top. I put on breadboard ends, but I didn't do an official like Mike did. I used my DF700 Domino. Whoa. And, and I recorded the process and I was able to do one breadboard end in 20 minutes. Damn. With the Domino. Yep. It seems like you should be able to set five dominoes in 20 minutes. That makes sense. (laughs) I mean, some of that was waiting for. Well, it's like five minutes of throwing a toy for Max. Yeah. (laughs) It takes a while. Getting my uh, Napster app up and running. <laughs> Your Napster appster? Yep. Yeah. He's a mayor of his couch. Like, I am. Four, four How do you know? Is it true you're writing up an outline to do a, to do a, a class at uh, WorkbenchCon on Etsy? Is that See, the rumors secret. are true? That's a oh, it's a secret. That's super secret. secret. Is all super this being secret. edited out? Okay, yeah. whoops. See, now people <laughs> are going to take our idea. <laughs> And make tens of dollars. Just edit it out, or or cover it with. Uh, Maybe somebody else will do the class, and Pete and I will just something. go there and mock them the whole time. Yeah. Bull. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Um. So yeah. Have I, you I, heard I, of pirate ship, idiot? <laughs> I want to hear what Dan says. Dan's like a big old yeah. hot dog bowl of knowledge. Go. <laughs> hot dog. <laughs> Hot dog bowl of knowledge. That's absolutely the show title. <laughs> oh. I have to write this down now. Bowl. Yeah, you do. Uh, How so do you yeah, spell you... knowledge? Just kidding. That's a joke. It's, it's a silent N. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I did the farmhouse tabletop. That thing is going to look so amazing when I put finish on it. Um, obviously, we don't have Clara Walnut around here in Nebraska. But if I had to guess... I think the stuff that I have for this top, because I picked through a bunch of six-quarter walnut, and <clears throat> it's going to look very Claro-esque to me, quite frankly. Yeah, anyway. It's really figured. Really figured. It's got a lot of uh, variations in the color of it, and it's, it's just going to be really gorgeous. Are you I building a base to for that, too? On. Yeah. I'm building nice. a base, and I'm going to make it... Uh, oh, that's not the... Oh, that was another table. Never mind. Uh, build, the, building no, a farmhouse base... base. Basically, mm-hmm. I got I got legs from Osborne Woodco. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the client wants a uh, a leaf in it, so I got the uh, extending hard hardware from Rockler, and so I'm gonna throw a leaf in it, and uh, hopefully it doesn't buckle, like Mike talked about a couple episodes ago. Um, ah, you'll be fine. May, perhaps I'm gonna put some C channel in there just Mayhaps. to make sure, just to make sure. <clears throat> um. <clears throat> What else It'll did I – oh, I started making a uh, a porch swing today, but the porch swing is going to hold like a, a twin-size bed. So it's going to be like a day oh, cool. bed porch swing. Oh, uh, sexy. Making that day at, bed. Uh, <laughs> Master of the night bed. <laughs> <laughs> How did you like work that? Whatever. <laughs> uh, uh, I've been watching sunny. a lot of It's Always Sunny, yeah. right? <laughs> it's a great show. It shows. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I try to work the dentist system in every aspect of my life. Um, right. <laughs> uh, making that, I'm making that day bed porch swing thing out of. Uh, I can only hear that song now. <laughs> Campia ash, that, <laughs> that uh, thermally modified, super baked ash. It looks like walnut. Are you concerned about it cracking? Because no. how brittle that stuff is. Did no, you? Are I'm you not. doing this like rails and stuff? Yeah, it's cross a, supports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fine. This stuff's super strong. It's gonna be just fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um did that uh cleaned out the shop a little bit today threw away a bunch of stuff and it, it's amazing how much room it feels like there is in there now oh, once you right. get rid of a bunch of like stuff that's just been laying around and we in did the, the way same yesterday oh my goodness it feels like there's so much more room in there don't let that confuse you and in, in to believe in mm-hmm. that that like i don't want a bigger shop i still want a bigger shop but like Although it's not clean there's just less mm, stuff yeah yeah it's not clean it's just <laughs> less we got rid cluttered. of some of the aids yeah, yeah. you still have aids but we got some of the aids yeah. <laughs> i injected a little chlorine bleach into the into the oh. base inject money right isn't that how it works <laughs> i don't know anyway my week has been okay what about you pete oh that's me um, what did I do this week? Oh, so I revamped my, the print shop because I unboxed my new Bamboo X1 Carbon. I Ooh. did a bunch of test prints on it. This I printer know is some of those words. 
Yeah, this printer is, the hype is real. It's stupid fast. It's so far so very reliable. And honestly, the biggest thing for me is the four spool uh, changer. So you can do four colors, but not just colors. You can do different materials. So I'm just constantly like, oh, print this and this material, this and this harder material. Can you this get that. Chat, chat GPT to run your 3D printer? No, because you're not chatting <laughs> with it. You're printing. So you go to print GPT dot. Oh, nice. UK dot CO. Um, and dot him dot com. <laughs> Kim dot com. <laughs> Um, and, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm super stoked about this thing. It's, it's really, it's going to be really awesome. I already printed like a bunch of prototypes or things that I'm working on for something else. I'm able to throw it in there, get prints out way faster. And it's also, it's enclosed. So the temperature is maintained very well inside it. And that's actually very important when you're printing with, uh, um, PLA or, or any kind of plastics, because, uh, stuff can warp if it's really cold in a room. A lot of times people are like, they have like prints lift off the bed while they're printing. Uh, it's because there's cold air hitting it. And it literally makes the, you know, cold makes things shrink. Guys, am I right? I know this. Yeah. 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 I have evidence. High five. See it? If you high five me while you're driving your truck, I love you. All right. Um, so this thing's really awesome. And if Mike and Dan, if you ever get into 3D printing, that's the one you got to get. This thing's pretty dope. I'm getting that one. I just, I canceled my order. I just <laughs> wish I hadn't, but I canceled no, it because I've got this ships machine pretty fast coming. Now. You, I'm saying no, this it's, right it's now. It's not even that. It's just. I'm saying this right now, and people can check back a couple years from now. I will never 3D print. Never. They have I want one for stuff in the shop so bad. Like, so you'll get bad. One. You'll end up getting one. Once things calm down. Well, I'm, gonna, I'm ordering it right now. Let's do this. <laughs> no, you have a what's on a bench. Keep focus. Focus. Um, and Dan, there's 3D printers out there that 3D print drinks, like with alcohol and different syrups and stuff. So you can tell it, like, I want an old fashioned. That's and really one. like you have a drinking problem. You need something to print them. Yeah, I have one too. It's um, called Bottle of Excuse alcohol. me. They did it on Star Trek, <laughs> and I'm actually mean Star Trek, not Star Wars, like Dan always calls it. Anyways, uh, so, but that's not the exciting thing about the printer. Geek so movies. the printer got set up. I not only that, I bought another Prusa on top of the <clears throat> seven I have because my buddy got a bamboo and he's like, I don't need my Prusa. I'm like, I'll give you this much. And he, he, uh, that reminds me, me, somebody in my <laughs> stories was having problems with their Prusa today and I can't remember who. Yeah, send them to Prusa support. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I get, dude, I get printer questions all day. Um, but like, <clears throat> you know, I am capitalizing on the, uh, the whole thing of like people are getting rid of one set of printers for the bamboo or whatever. And, uh, my print farm is still going to continue to run on those for the most part, except I'm going to probably <coughs> going forward, get more bamboos as well to add them to the, the fleet. But I was able to get, Did a they get bamboozled. Really cheap- <laughs> <laughs> um, and aside from that, I, I did a little revamp in my print shop. So I moved some stuff around. I'm going to be adding another bench. So we're actually not going to be expanding the room. We're just going to reorganize it a little better. So we'll have uh, more space for these printers. And I got one of those like Husky adjustable height workbenches. And that thing's just awesome. I've had one as a workbench in my main shop. And it's just so nice to have those drawers there. Um, also along the same lines, I shot a video on the bamboo. What? Yeah. So I wrote out a script and... Um, like a YouTube the, video or Vimeo? Like a... No. No. Uh, I shot uh, a ser- 372 vines that I will combine into one video on mm-hmm. YouTube. <laughs> so Is it going to be on Pornhub later? Hey, whoa, wow, whoa. Watch your Hold mouth. On. Am I not allowed to say that? My mom listens podcast? to the show. Oh, I'm sorry. Is <laughs> our only Polish listener. Um but I shot the video. I got all this stuff done. I just need a little bit more uh, B-roll around some of the new prints that I was doing. Uh, but yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I got like excited <clears throat> to do a, a video again. And uh, big shout out to Jeff from Two Moves. He he got me like motivated to uh, to shoot something. And um, we we're chatting about like what to do. And he's like, dude, just do, just do a story, an eight minute story. You're gonna have just have fun with it. Unbox it. Talk about what it means for the business, like you do in your stories. And I'm like, you know what? That's actually a great idea. Like almost a little vloggy, but like I'm not going to do like a whole like tool review and benchmarks and whatnot, but I'm pretty stoked. So that's all shot. Just need to finish editing and uh, I am going away. Dan, you have something to say? You feel like yeah, you reminded me that I actually, it's it's more of a what's on my bench upcoming, but like yeah, yeah, talk about I it. came up with a couple of ideas that I, I did some research and there's nothing like it out there in the social media sphere. And I can't wait to make it a thing. It's going to be awesome. Coming soon. And you, that's, you're I'm not, I'm not saying around. what it is. I'm not saying what it is. Because I don't want you you're going to be doing a what around them? A video. Yeah, a video. Thank you. Yes. We YouTube. About 
YouTube or Vimeo or Pornhub. <laughs> um, so yeah, I got the video. I just need to get it edited, but I'm not going to be able to get it out this week. Um, and then next week I'm away. So a little programming note while I'm talking. These guys are going to do a an IG live instead of a YouTube live because um, I usually... I mean, we can still do an I, a YouTube live with just the apps on our phones. You can invite people yeah. now. You can do multiple If you guys want to do that. Um, and, uh, okay. but yeah, I don't want to. We'll I'll do be IG. back next yeah, week just or seems the week easier. after that. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited. all about easy. We're going to the DR for the whole week and I'm stoked. And, uh, downtown I, Rhode Island, downtown Rhode Island. So downtown it's in the Caribbean cause that's how far Rhode Island wow. extends. Yeah. yeah. Bermuda, Bahama, come on to me, mama. Uh, so I'm stoked. I'm going to be away for a week uh, at a resort and I'm going to have a blast. So make sure to send me messages so I can ignore them till next week. Uh, Mike, what's up with you? When are you leaving for that though? Sunday. This coming Sunday? <laughs> yes. So like when this, when this episode drops, yeah, you'll be, be, when this episode drops, you'll be going up. I'll be on a beach. Cool. Yeah. Or, or yeah, whatever. And, and my house will be here with people in it and security cameras. In so case anybody wanted to yeah. break in and steal. <laughs> Good save. Good save. Yeah. No. There for sure won't be no covered. one there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, somebody's got to feed Binks. There won't be a bunch of free 3D printers that Pete was just bragging about. No, I'm just joking. Uh. <laughs> no. Uh, He's got an attack cat. So. Yeah. Binks will slash you up. She'll the Wolverine you. of kitties. She'll cut you. Mike, what's up with you? Did you get any shiny toys? No? Let's move on. Nothing, nothing. Uh, I got a few things. Guess kids been doing bow ties and then like, actually no barbells. No, I got a couple. It's barbells. I got a. Uh, last Thursday I wasn't here because I was on Shaper. I went down to Shaper's headquarters, uh, Shaper Tools headquarters. That was really fun. Got to see some things. Uh, I saw some stuff, man. Got to see some things. Um, had to sign some documents saying I didn't see those things. So that's not fun. But I got to go down there, hang out with some of my friends down there. Did a session mm-hmm. with them. That was really fun. <clears throat> um, I got a fiber laser. I don't know if I've, t- I, I don't think I talked about that on the show. I got the, um, Thunder Aurora Pro 8, Aurora 8 Pro. I, I might have backwards, but it's a 50 mm-hmm. watt fiber laser. Pretty cool laser, man. Uh, the software is pretty bad, but it's not their fault. They don't make the software. Um, it's a software called EasyCAD. The hardware is pretty straightforward. It's just the software is, um, it's just not great. You Talk to me like anymore. I'm a complete idiot and I don't know anything about lasers. What is the difference we between... We have been this whole time? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love you. Okay. No. So, What's so the a CO2 laser a fiber laser. And a fiber laser. And a, the differences yeah. are that a CO2 laser can't mark or cut metal uh, or you know any sort of metal items. CO2 laser can. So I have a 150-watt CO2 laser. I uh, love that machine. It's great. does a lot of great things. It's more in line with my business in terms of the fact that it does mostly wood. Uh, that's what we use it for. I wanted a fiber laser to do tumblers because we end up getting pretty busy with tumblers. And I just kind of wanted to have one to mark tools. So I get – I have um, – one of the things that I'm going to use it for, like, that's really inconsequential is that I have a blade sharpening service that comes and picks up all my sh- my blades for all the tools because we have, like, multi- we have duplicates of everything. And I was like, oh, it would be nice to engrave my logo and phone number on there so they don't have to put a sticker on there whenever they're done with them. So, anyway, things like that. It's nice to be able to mark metal. Um, metal business cards. Uh, I was going to talk about this, but we did a job walk. Sean and I did a job walk about a week and a half, two weeks ago. It was a big job walk. And, um, you know, it was just nice having the meeting with the big wigs and then handing them an an all metal business card with my stuff on there. It was like, they're like, oh, this is dope. You know, it's like this, it's like a statement. It's like a power move. You know, it was cool. So, um, making those business cards is cool and marking up the tools and stuff in terms of the other things I'll use it for, like probably I'll be using it for maker's marks for my maker mark. I'll do that out of, uh, brass and copper. I also mark my liquor bottles. My maker's mark. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so some of that stuff. I've been are, getting into more metal work. What's up, Ian? Sorry. Are you just going to do a bunch of content where you're just cleaning up old pennies and stuff? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah. I'm not going to do any cleaning metal You got to do one where like uh, you laser like the so deal with it glasses there. on Lincoln. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll do it on a bunch of them. So I, like I'll – flip book it so yeah. it looks like a time lapse for it yeah, yeah, yeah that was implied sure. that's the, that's like of course falling down. Assumed. that's assumed hot dog bowl uh yeah so it's um 
It's a cool machine. It's really cool. I'm really excited to share more of that. I'm going to do some, there won't be a ton of content, but there is some content obligations on that thing. So I'll be sharing that for sure. <laughs> um, it does some cool stuff. It's a powerful laser. I mean, it, it, it's, it's amazing watching it. It goes so fast how quickly it will burn metal. Um, it's just well, if you need some old, faster. If you need some old pennies or something, you just yeah. let me know. I got a jar full. Yeah. <laughs> he snacks on them. Well, they do call you old bag of pennies. I don't know why they do that. but that's I've had that nickname since high school. So one thing I didn't realize about fiber lasers, they actually have like a big lens. Like it's a huge lens compared to the CO2. It's massive. Yeah. yeah. And, and the, that's and why it's able to do so, quick. so fast. Yeah. It's just like. Well, with all that fiber, you got to have a bigger hole for all yeah. the poop to fall It literally runs on oatmeal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Right. Uh, what else, Mike? Mm-hmm. What other uh, machine? No, I just wanted to have that really awkward. <laughs> quiet. Yep. Us. Us. Hard stop after poop and fiber <laughs> talk. <laughs> um. And then, oh yeah, I got a new CNC. Uh, I got uh, a uh, Laguna. Uh, then I got a uh, sick mechanical pencil. It is pretty cool. No, uh, I got I got the new CNC in. <laughs> yeah, got the new CNC in last Friday. That was uh, getting. I mean, so I got my machine was upgraded from a, a Smart Shop Two uh, Pro to a Smart Shop Two SUV, which is amazing because it has a more rigid frame, but it's all servos instead of and steppers. It, it's no also built like seats. a Chevy Tahoe. Yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, it's it seats eight, and uh, it, has, it has a big block many, Chevy. I don't in it. care about no. any of that. How many cup holders does it have? <laughs> Every seat has two cup holders. No, it was. Uh, they were like when they initially when it was being shipped out. Originally, I was planning on getting a reach lift to get it, and they're like, "Hey, it's twenty seven hundred pounds." But the SUV compared to the the other machine is it's like. 3,900 pounds. It's a much heavier machine. Hold on. Because instead of having six inch. That's heavier. More. That's heavier, yeah. yeah. Instead of having six inch tube steel rails, it has eight inch tube steel rails for the whole thing. It's massive. It weighs so much. So I had the the great all I had could barely lift that machine. It was really iffy. Um, I'm just had, imagining like pull- Sean and Matt hanging off the back. <laughs> keep the yeah, down. it was it was literally like something you'd see in a video from India. Like it was super rigged up. Like the whole thing, we had like a bunch of goats on a stick at the end to balance out the weight. It was ridiculous. They're loading but the, uh, CNCs on a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, it's like one Vespa, but there's 50 of us on the front side to hold it from flipping over. No, it was uh, it was quite. It was fine. It was everything was fine. It, was it fine. took it took it took literally the whole day to get it to the shop in the shop, off the crate. It was quite the ordeal. <clears throat> I ordered some of those heavy-duty industrial dollies since then. The ones from Harbor Freight? Just the wood, the little wooden ones? Can we need like no, no, those. Of I those. have those. <laughs> those all cracked. Yeah. All of them cracked. Oh, you tried these? Yeah, we tried these because they're 1,200 pounds. We're like, okay, 1,200 pounds. Those but we four. didn't realize. I looked up the... Yeah, yeah, we were picking up one side with the great all, and they had those on the other side. And as soon as I lifted, it's all and it shattered and turned turned into diamonds from the pressure. It's got a bunch but of no, it was. Uh, I mean, that's a good way was, to yeah. pay back your CNC debt, if, I guess. Yeah, it make was, diamonds. Uh, it was it was super dumb, but anyway, yeah. So we got that set up. I didn't really do much. Over, so there's a lot, and we'll kind of talk about this because someone has a question about CNC costs. <clears throat> these machines, these big industrial C. This isn't even an industrial machine. This is like a pro it's a hobbyist machine i would guess yeah this is a hobbyist CNC. this is it's like a, a pro level it's not i wouldn't even say it's industrial you've got it on amazon <laughs> stop lying yeah it's uh there's a lot that goes to it like it needs i had to buy an 80 gallon air compressor because it needs constant air the the uh the bit changing the auto tool uses air it actually like it, it, this is an audio podcast but the the spindle comes down is lowering and his hand like, yeah and i'm lowering my hand up uh, yeah, the, the the spindle comes down and actually like the now airlock. A twisting like, you hear it go, you hear it go, and it grabs the spindle and pulls it in. It's pretty wild to watch. Yep. Um, but it also uses air for the hood. Uh, the the dust hood goes up and down on. And then the you got to get nitrogen the for the tires for sure. <laughs> right. And then under lighting, you got to get the under lighting. And the um, oh, and then the I have a perfect analogy. Dis- if you're trying to think of like how the spindle grabs the actual bit. Uh, think of like when 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 Dan inhaled uh the piece of sausage and it got stuck in his throat. Yeah, it's like it's that, just... and then it has it's like a high mechanism in there <gasps> that detaches it later. And then there's a, a sausage wiggling around out of his mouth. No, 
no, it was uh, it's pretty wild. But anyway, I had to head up, had to get, had to. There's a there's a there's a air compressor, a pre filter, an air dryer, which is like fifteen hundred bucks. There's an another. Yeah, you have it's to dry Dyson. the air. You can't have you can't have yeah, <laughs> just one of those air blow. <sighs> no, it's uh, it like put your hands it, in it. Like yeah, you have to put your hands in it. It's stupid. I don't know why you even need it for the scene. I guess you can't get the CNC dirty or something. I don't yeah. know. No, uh, it's got but a yeah, bidet. it goes to a filter. It goes to a pre-filter for particulates, and then it goes to an air dryer that pulls all the air out of the all the moisture out of the air, and then it goes to another filter, and then it can go off to the tooling. But the nice thing is now I have one air compressor that runs. The CNC, we have a hose reel in there for blowing stuff off, and the laser all runs. Can off you this can you monster. take the air right off the tool and like spray it at somebody's face and give them instant chap lips because it's so dry? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It just soaks all the moisture out of the air. It's insane. It's uh, it's it's a uh, yeah. It's like a. <laughs> I actually we were gonna get a kiln, but I just spray the wood with that thing now, and it's pretty amazing. So we have no we have no need for that anymore. Saved saved me sixty five grand. Thank you, air hose. No, um. But yeah, there's there's a lot of setup and it's a new machine. You don't the whole interface is completely different. It was a big learning curve. We cut our first pocket today. You just made a tiny our, tray like this, didn't you? It was like a little No, it was literally tray. like a three quarter inch wide hole that was two inches long and three quarters of an inch deep. <laughs> we just want this thing is moving so fast. Like it's running it ran my half inch down cut bit at 800 inches a minute that's fast it's that's so fast and it's fast. cutting it cut three quarter inch depth with a half inch bit pass. with a half inch bit i can do three eighths inch bit three eighth inch compression bit at full three quarter inch depth no chatter perfect wow. finish Damn. it's stupid that's it's crazy. stupid <clears throat> so um it, it is so incredibly fast it's ridiculous and it's just the spindle is so much quieter um the serve the thing moving around is so much quieter, but everything else is so loud. But we're learning now that uh, having the air compressor. So really exciting news: the air compressor and the va- the vacuum pump is crazy loud. It sounds like a jet engine starting up. It's like, and it just like it's so loud and it's constantly putting off heat. So we're gonna build a shed right outside the shop to put the air compressor and the vacuum pump in, so that those aren't in the shop anymore. And then. I've been kind of alluding to this, but I'm um, getting some new dust collectors in the shop. Both of them are going to be actually exterior. So the CNC shop is going to have an exterior dust collector, and so is the main shop. So we're not going to have those in the shop anymore, which is going to be so nice. That, that um, opens up a big footprint. Yeah, the new dust collectors actually have a huge footprint. They're much they're like yeah, but they're going to be outside of the r- shops, so. right? They're going to be three or four times the size of the current machines. But they won't be in there at all anymore. So it's gonna be like so nice to clean up that space. Exactly. For it? No, that it's exterior rated. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, it's an exterior rated dust collector. So is that um, is that one of the ones I'll, that have like a giant cone on it, and then like a truck can back up to it, and you could just dump all the yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. We used to have so those this, it, when I worked at uh, that MDF factory. That's what we had. We had giant ones. I can't talk about it exactly because it's. I'll talk about it as soon as I can, but I can't talk back exact. It's similar to that, but I can't talk exactly about it because I'm going to be one of the first people with this new setup with this company. So Eat it's going to be cool. I'm going to be. I'll tell you guys about it off 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 air here. But um, anyway, yeah, it drops the dust into a big hopper <clears> that we can come with the tractor and pick it up with the forks and go dump it on the property somewhere. It's going to be really cool. So um, that's going to be super helpful. So and on it's the neighbor's a, it's a, property dumps like, like a truck. It, truck. It's a uh, it's a six hundred gallon <clears throat> hopper, so that That's should last a lot of about a week. Carry the two, or sometimes just a couple days. But we'll see. Yeah, mine's like thirty. So anyway, so get close. Yeah, we empty. <laughs> sometimes we empty the P flux three ten to fifteen times a day. It's insane. So when we have milling days that going, seems it's insane. Bonkers. Well, for milling days, yeah, I get it. For milling days, it <clears throat> gets nuts. So million, anyways, that's the biggest things going on. Uh, we've got. Um, all the events companies around here are like everything's coming in full swing with the oh, events yeah. companies. Everyone's replacing all their fleet stuff right now. Like all their rentals, we're redoing so much right now. All four of my big events companies are redoing everything right now. Um, we've got um, – we're doing a, um, a media console that's going out to, uh, to Hollywood. Uh, <clears throat> it's going to be done later this week. I'll probably have it done on Monday, actually, not later this week. I guess it is later this week now. Um, but we did a lot of – we freighted out a lot of stuff over the last few weeks. 
Um, that's been good. Once you get into the rhythm of freighting stuff, it just really isn't that big of a deal. Like it's just like shipping anything else. Like you just get into it. Once you get with a company that works well and you jive with, uh, it just really isn't that daunting. And as long as your costs are covered, then everything is smooth. So, um, if anyone has more questions about that, feel free to reach out to me. I'm more than happy to talk about it, but, um, yeah, we're just busy, 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 busy. Lots of stuff going on right now. I'll talk about more of the other stuff next week when uh, I'm not dr- going on and on and on about it. Uh, I guess the next thing to do is to listen to questions, right? I guess. I guess. Uh, we don't have a voicemail thing, right? We just play voicemails. Voicemails. Voice. 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 You guys. Mails. No, that's I'm, not I'm it. I'm okay. a cool guy. Stop it. Okay, sorry. Uh, this first question is from Malcolm. No, didn't you want to do the You're Jeremy right. One first? I did, but I'm distracted because Luna is freaking out right is now. Is she farting? So, no, free, she's just moving around and freaking me out. I don't know why, what she's doing. But let me read this one from – we wanted to do this Jeremy one, right, for about the CNC question. You so answered half of it. This, yeah, so – well, kind of. Uh, you guys are going to have some stuff to talk about too. I mean, everyone has different stuff. I haven't even gone into a lot of it. So um, I just – this is uh, Jeremy from Purified Woodworks. He's looking for some advice about buying a CNC in the future, maybe in the near future. I just fully got into custom furniture and cabinets. He was a carpenter before, and I have some big jobs coming down the pipe. Kitchens for 26 suites. Good for you. Uh, MDF shaker doors. He's just doing doors. Interesting. Anyways, to the point, I've looked at the price for getting an Avid 4x8 or 5x10, about twenty dollars to $25,000 Canadian. I want to use it for all kinds of stuff from cabinet doors to slab flattening to engraving and everything in between. My question is, do you recommend Avid or something else? And what are some of the expenses and things to know that come with buying a CNC? Thanks a lot. You guys have been a great fountains of knowledge and inspiration. I'm going to throw it to Dan first so I can let this dog out. Dan, thoughts on CNC costs? Well, I don't know. I can't speak to Avid uh, or what CNC you should buy. Uh, obviously, a Onefinity is my expertise sort of so to speak but uh it looks like you're looking for something bigger so i have nothing to add there however um you when you when you buy a cnc like that you have to realize that bits are consumable so be prepared for that i myself go through five ten bits a week i'm sure mike probably goes through just about as many or or maybe he doesn't i don't know i go through a lot of bits um, basically because I'm running my machines eight hours a day. And, and then the, there's the cost of like dust collection and all the stuff that Mike was just talking about that he's going to get into again. Uh, and then there's, you know, software that you're going to need to run those machines yeah. and, and to compile your G code. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of costs that, that people don't, uh, realize there's lots of stuff. Uh, Pete. What am I missing? I know I'm missing a bunch of stuff. No, you're hitting all the points. I mean, your biggest consumables is obviously bits. Um, and somebody else actually does a little offcut, different segment, uh, where they talk about some like hold down solutions too for um, oh, yeah. like the Brad Nail nails. But we'll get to that. But like, yeah, your, your bits are going to be your biggest thing. Um, aside from that, you need a good dust collector, especially if you're going to be cutting Absolutely. MDF. You're going to need a, uh, a big dust collector. Um, and like, in most cases, with the smaller CNCs, with not all CNCs, like Mike's going to, you know, he kind of talked about the bigger, bigger machines. But in most cases, all you need is a CNC and a really good dust collector. And you, I cannot stress enough a really good dust collector. Let um, me just I, cut you off. I was, go ahead. Yeah. Go, go ahead, Sorry. No, I'm just going to say, you can get really far with a not crazy expensive dust collector, but you do just need one that can move you volume. You need some I mean, volume, yeah. You need something. Yeah, you don't, you, you don't need to I, drop. I'd you don't say, need to get like a P-Flux 1 or a P-Flux 3 or any of those big machines. You just one. don't need to. I think that's We have the Rockler 750 Dust Right on the Swift now because of the situation when we're yeah. moving stuff around. It's doing great. But it like, is it's dedicated. It's a really great. Right? It's so, dedicated. So that's, that's all that's it does is that. Yeah, so yeah. it needs to be a dedicated dust collector. Yeah, I wanted to. I wanted to say one of the problems that I'm running into right now with my new journeyman and the and the Z slider from One Infinity and the spindle is it's so new. There's not a lot of dust boots out there right now mm-hmm. that will fit that that configuration. So I'm running it without a dust boot, and I'm just going over and you know doing dust collection manually here and there. And occasionally, um, I won't get over there, and 
so much dust builds up on the rails that it will like oh yeah lock, lock up, up the day, it'll right? lock up the rails and mm. the first time it happened it freaked yeah. me out but you know i did a little digging and basically that dust will get into the ball screw and kind of mm. gum everything up and you got to clean it out so dust collection is super important super yeah, that's important. the one thing i would stress especially if you're connected to the house in any way um but as far as like he's asking about like the avid or go with a uh, different machine so Avids are, are very good, very fine machines. Um, to me personally, I think it sounds like you're going to be you're you're a serious buyer. You're looking to put the, some money down. I think you need like a really solid, dedicated one piece machine. Uh, not that Avid isn't a one piece Is machine. Is Avid not a one piece machine? It's a it's a it's a Tinkercad set. Like you get it and you, you put it together. It, you put it together. Fully. It's a bunch of extruded aluminum in a box that comes to your and house. And it's a in like very solid machine. But it sounds like you're already talking furniture jobs cabinet jobs and if you do one you do a good job you're gonna have more than you know what to do with so i think going into something and mike will speak a little better to that a, a dedicated large machine whether you look at laguna penguin or any one of the other uh, phantom the cnc other, what, phantom phantom's a, a good you know the make solid machines and they make them um yeah. a little more affordable so there's some good options out there that won't necessarily completely break the bank but you also have to see what <clears> can ship to canada a guy that lives close to me, his name is Bill Macbeth. He runs uh, Artisan Made Designs mm-hmm. on IG. He just got a 5x10 Phantom, and that thing, that is a really nice CNC. That is a yep. really nice CNC. That thing comes with, uh, so you don't have to worry about hold downs. Obviously, if you if you spend enough money, you can get a vacuum bed or whatever. Yep. But the Phantom comes with these rollers oh, yeah. that push the material down, and it always keeps it in place. That is a really cool thing. I don't think any other machine comes with those rollers. No, I think they're the only ones right now in the market. But uh, I want to hear what Mike has to say because, well, you already talked about some of the <coughs> expenses or things that you have to also think about with like a really big machine. But Yeah, um, I want to say that a couple things. So Dan was talking about going through so many bits a week. Are they breaking? Or are they just getting They're dull? just dull. He's get, he's using five so uh, or I buy, inch bits, right? I buy, I buy the cheap bits on Amazon. Oh, okay. Well, I buy not cheap bits, so I use two bits. I'm probably shop. ending up spending more bit more money on bits than Mike is, which is I probably... guarantee you, you are if you're doing that. I, I so I typically use the Vortex bits or the Bits and Bits bits. So here's here's the like real. I I do get. I'm an affiliate with Bits and Bits, and I do like their bits. I like their router bits a lot. Their C and C bits just can't run as fast as Vortex bits. Vortex and I'm not I'm not an affiliate with Vortex at all. I get nothing from that. But I will say like running like bits like those bits from Vortex last forever and their sharpening is very reasonably priced. Like really reasonably priced. Oh, you're, you're yeah, you can so, send your bits uh, in to resharpen them and they send send you back like yeah. their their new dimensions or whatever. Yeah, so you do your offsets for your tool. I mean, you just change like you go into your tool in Aspire or VCarve and you actually change the diameter from like from 2.25 to 0.24997 or whatever it is now because they've taken off. So it doesn't matter. Anyway, the point is, is those, um, uh, the, I can't run a bits and bit bit, which is a white side bit with a, their Astro coating on it. I can't run it even sometimes a third of the speed I can run a vortex bit. So when I have like a production job that has to go crazy fast, it's definitely going to be vortex. And those bits last a very long time. I mean, we can keep cleaning them and cleaning them with acetone. That's another thing to keep in mind. Clean your bits with acetone because uh, and a wire brush, either the copper or stainless steel wire brush, because they will get pitch on them and then that pitch will heat up and then it becomes just petrified on there. And you just throw that bit in some acetone and usually that'll add another few weeks to your bits. So um, that's a... I need to do that. I don't know. If that's people- a- yeah, I mean, it'd save you a lot, honestly. Throw it in acetone, hit it with a wire brush, it cleans it off really well. So acetone. we I never, get that. We never thought we, about that. That's smart. It breaks down all the it breaks mm-hmm. down the pitch. Um, pine saw works too, but acetone everyone kind of has in the shop, anyways. Um, I drink it or da denatured alcohol works, mm-hmm. but we can't get that out here in California because of all the arugula. It's illegal. Um, <laughs> but anyways, um, the. Uh, uh, so yeah, bits, I, I tend to spend money on them because, well, I mean, honestly, it, I'm not, I don't feel like I am like they're in mill, like a, like an eighth inch in mill. I want to say is like 35, 40 bucks, but I will put that head to head with any of the Amana or bits and bits, bits 
hands down or any of the ones from Amazon. They're just going to last longer. Like I have the same three eighth inch end mills that I've had for two years now. Wow. <laughs> they, they just don't break. Well, you've resharpened um, them, and they right? last. You can get. So I've only had to send one out for resharpening. Maybe That's I need how to look into that. Because right now I'm buying. So like I'll buy a five pack of spe tool or sep tool. I they're can't just remember, not good on quality, Amazon. Dude. And they're like 60 bucks just for a five pack. Vortex bits and see how long they last you and just put it up against there. You're spending so much on it. Might as well. Maybe. Maybe I should. Just do it. Then find out. And if I'm wrong, that's fine. Stay with your spade tools. I mean, but find out what works for your business. That's what I'm saying. My point is, is everyone's does things differently. So it may not work out better for Dan. But I, I might just be running bit. the wrong speeds and feeds. <laughs> that, just that's what I was going to say. But it could the be thing with, that you're running too hot. The thing with... Nothing runs faster that I've used than the Vortex bits. So you might throw Vortex bit in there, but I think you've used them before and had an issue or something. I, I did, it was. but I uh, or, I think I ordered the wrong you thing. You ordered upcut? Oh, you ordered a left-handed. Oh, left-handed. You, know, you ordered, ordered a left-handed. left-handed. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You ordered a left-handed one. You know what's cool about my new CNC is I can change the spindle direction with a button push so I can run oh, left-handed bits dope. now. Isn't that cool? So it runs American and Australian? Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. It does either way. Shrimp on the bomb, eh? Yeah, Barbie <laughs> South Africa. No. Um, so, yeah, bits are the thing that you're going to – I mean, I have so many. I have a, tr- a drawer just full of different bits for different jobs. Um, like I said, I really do like bits and bits a lot. And I really – I mean, Vortex is just – for me, it's just unbeatable. But, um, but yeah, the bits and bits and Vortex, those are great. I think if you're like – if you're not running a heavy production machine – uh, I think the bits and bits bits are just fantastic. Like they just, they just really are great. They work really well, but they just can't go as fast as the vortex bits. And I, and honestly, like time is money for me. So it's just not really a thing. But anyways, uh, the dust collection we talked about, I think that just, you need dust collection just because, uh, a couple things, obviously you don't want to die from the dust, nope. but the actual, the air coming over your bit actually helps cool it too. That moving air in that boot helps keep it cool a little bit too. Uh, if you're running things mm-hmm. a little bit faster. So, um, that's really helpful. Um, and then it, depending on your machine, I'm going to kind of talk about Avid. So I have nothing specific against Avid. I just know that everyone who gets an Avid and really uses their machine always upgrades to something else. Um, so, but that's not to, you know, I have a Laguna and I upgraded to another Laguna, but I mean, I knew that Laguna Swift was going to be my entry level CNC. Um, that's a big entry level I will CNC. S- but I will say that I'm not getting rid of my Swift because it still has a place in my shop and it's a good machine for one tool jobs. If we don't have to do a tool change, it's a great machine for that. And you can um, get it with a tool changer, right? It's an option. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, not on that one? You can one? get it with a vacuum bed, but no oh, tool change on the okay. Swift. Gotcha. So I, I think Laguna's running a 20% off sale right now. I'm pretty sure you could get a Swift, uh, like the one I have, without a vacuum bed, the 4x8 Swift, for cheaper than the $20,000 4x8 <clears> Avid. <throat> I'm almost certain you can get that right now. And that's a rigid frame. That comes to you delivered as a rigid frame. That's now, some people, like that's not piece. an advantage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a solid welded piece of tube steel Unibody. all the way. Ooh. Unibody, yeah. And the thing is, is like some people are like, I've, I think it was Derek from Malden. Yeah, it was Derek. He, me and him were talking. He's like, I could only get the Avid because he has this small workspace where he can't even bring in the yep. CNC. He had to bring the CNC in in parts and build it in uh, place. That was the only way to get him in there. So that's another thing to factor in. Um, that's a good point. And then and then uh, soft, and I won't go into it again, but Dan said software. Depending on what you do, there's a lot of different software out there. Uh, Aspire is what I have. VCarve Pro is probably all you need. Honestly, VCarve Pro is probably all I need. I don't use the Aspire side of my Aspire because honestly, the uh, 3D modeling in there is garbage. And there's so many other programs that do it better than that. Fusion. Um, like Shaper, Shaper. Fusion. Fusion is – I mean, I love Shaper 3D, man. It is such a great piece of software for the price. I'm I'm all about it. Uh, I can't speak enough good about it. But Fusion is fantastic. SketchUp, I just keep hearing it's just getting worse and worse from everybody. Uh, I keep hearing yeah. worse and worse things about it. So, um, yeah, hard pass for me on SketchUp. But there's there's a lot of good mm-hmm. software. In it. But that costs money and a lot of that's subscription-based. So factor that into your monthly cost. Uh, I pay for Mosaic. If you're going to get into cabinets, I highly recommend <laughs> yeah. Mosaic. That's pricey, But I pay right? 150 bucks, 150 bucks a month, but it, oh, I mean, okay. not that's really. Not yeah, I mean, 150 bucks a month for what mm-hmm. it makes. For how much? I mean, literally, it, anything I draw up in there – would normally take me two hours to draw up in Shaper. That's 
more than $150 an hour for my billing rate. Dude, and so I'm, I'm looking at Laguna site right now. You can get a, a four by, a, even a, a five by 10 Swift for 22.9. Yep. That's, and that's yep. pre-sale. I think that's just their like. That's a that's Prius. Like, I don't know why I thought it was like in the 30s. Like, well, there's some no, of their bigger machines. The Swifts are only in the, are in the 20s. Yeah. yeah you can not, get a, swat, a, a Swift vacuum bed, the 5x10 for 25.4. But keep in mind, that's, I think, uh, Mike, you said that takes like a big three-phase system because it needs like no, two they, vacuum they, things. No, they convert it down in, I mean, mine's three, mine has a three-phase spindle and a three-phase vacuum pump, but they, they have VFDs in the, oh, and, you just pop, dump a bunch of single-phase power into it and it, can, and it and a VFD converts it to three-phase. So I have two VFDs in my in my cabinet and it converts it all to three. Honestly, like when we turn on the CNC and the vacuum pump, it does not dim the lights nearly as much as my air compressor when it fires oh, really? up. <laughs> like, yeah, like the air compressor. Yeah, the air compressor, like everything goes for a second. But when we fire up the CNC, we were I was worried it was going to be so much power in the machine. But I think they over. Thanks, bud. I think they over. Uh, I think they were trying to. I don't think a lot of people have as much power in their shop as yeah. I do. So I think I think they were kind of like over underselling, over delivering kind of a situation yeah, with yeah. that. So also keep in mind power. You're going to need power. That that brings another good point. You're going to need to run electrical. You're going to need to have enough power for that machine. Uh, an Avid machine, I want to say, is a, I think their four by eight base is going to be a five horsepower single phase mm-hmm. and a seven horsepower three phase option, if I remember straight. Um, I will give you my experience with Avids. Here's my experience. And this is not an owner of one, but as someone who's helped friends put three friends put together their Avid machines, they rock a lot more than you think they should. Uh, in every situation, the people I know who have put them together or I've put them together with have had to bolt them to their floor and walls to keep them from rocking while running jobs. And also you're going to have to go back and retighten some screws later. Yeah, it's, I don't want to deal with it. Like, I don't, I, I don't like putting together, it's not fun. It is a lot of stuff. I don't want to put together CNC. It's I just a mean want to Lego. <laughs> yeah, it's just like. Lincoln logs. Just, what I'm saying is, is time. Time costs a lot of money. Like, time is my most valuable resource for me. And I can't spend, I've already spent a week learning my new machine. If I had to spend another week putting it together, I would just be like, yeah, this is it too took a much week for a professional CNC user with similar machine knowledge to get up and running with that thing. Now yeah. Imagine, yeah. You're, it's that's crazy. a great like, point. Jeez. Like it's time. Like it took me months to learn my Swift and how to get in like, oh, yeah. up and running with that thing. If you're like, coming into the CNC world without any prior blind, knowledge, that's going to, yeah, that's going to take months. a lot of time. Yeah. I remember when it finally clicked for me, like, oh, I get this now. Like, I was just doing stuff, like, I, doing it, doing it, and you just do it over and over again until, and then it finally clicked, and I was like, oh, yeah, okay, now yeah. this makes sense why I'm doing this. <laughs> so, but now, now, anyways, just think about your time. Sorry, this is such a long answer for this. Sorry, guys. Um, anyway, that's my it's answer. It's a thorough answer. Um, we get asked this all the time, but we usually talk about smaller machines, so it's nice to kind Well, of we never get asked stuff. the questions about auxiliary costs, though. I thought that was the really yeah. cool question about this. So, um Really good question, Jeremy. Thanks for asking that. Um, I would say the Phantom. I mean, I'm going to say Laguna because I'm a Laguna whore. I love Laguna. But Laguna. Skank. Uh, the Phantom is, I don't have any experience with it, but people seem to be just hap- very, very happy with that. Um, I don't know anything about the Penguin. I think it's probably made in the same exact factory as the um, of the uh, the Phantom. And Phantom. probably the Lagunas. Um, I think the, the, one the Phantom and the and the Penguin look exactly the same to me. Like Justin exactly has the same. another one. Uh, he's got some other company too. Justin, uh, Rusted Grains. Oh, he has Torque. Torque. Okay, that yeah, machine looks nice. Yeah. Um, that doesn't have its own post post processor. J- uh, Justin likes not having that post processor. I like having the separate post processor tower because it's got all the stuff, all the fi- settings in there. Mm-hmm. It uses Mach four. I think the Phantom uses Mach four as well. I think a lot of those machines use Mach four. Uh, you install that on your computer and that is your post processor. Mm-hmm. I think that's similar to the – I believe that's what the Onefinity does too, right? You have a post processor yeah. in your computer. Is that how it works? It, no, it's part of the machine itself. Oh, it's the little computer on yeah, your – Well, it has your a computer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but okay. yeah, I would that, say – You just dump – you just put a file that's on your thumb onto that little computer, right? Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then it has its own post processor. Uh, yeah. Jeremy, I'd say like – 
look at what people are using on Instagram, wherever. Reach out to the people. They're, everyone's happy to talk about the machine they're using with pros mm-hmm. and cons. Like, uh, but I mean, you can't go wrong with the Laguna. I just know they make solid machines. Mike can attest to that. And everyone I know that has one is very happy with them. Yeah. There's a lot of great machines out there. Yeah. Get the best ones. Laguna. Uh, the next one is from uh, uh, Malcolm? Malcolm. Yes. Thank you. Malcolm has this to say. Hey, guys. It's Malcolm from Boston Over Woodworks. This week, my question is about a reel that I created as a joke that just keeps getting views and likes, and I can't really figure out why. So I have a very small following, which I'm grateful for on Instagram for Boston of Woodworks, but I created this reel as a joke on April 1st of me building a birdhouse and then burning it. And throughout all of April and just about every day, I'm getting more and more views and likes and shares from people that I'm guessing are not my audience, which is not a problem, but I can't figure out why. The reporting suite for Meta kind of sucks. So I can't, have you ever been in this kind of a situation where you just can't figure out why something keeps growing and what have you done about it? Okay. Thanks. Dan. Uh, welcome to Instagram. <laughs> Nobody knows anything. Nope. I mean, if, if we could figure it out and we had the answers and we could replicate it, I mean, man, we'd be rich people. I mean, we could bottle yep. that up and sell it. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, nobody knows, man. It's a crapshoot. You just never know what's going to take off. It could be the dumbest thing to like go go take off and go viral, quote unquote. And you know, you spend three four hours on a on a post or whatever. Hardly anybody sees it. Like one percent of your followers see it. So nobody knows, right, Pete? Nobody knows. We've all experienced that like random post popping off, and and you grow like a couple thousand in in like a few days out of nowhere. Sometimes it's not even one that's like, that's a new one. It's sometimes it's something from like weeks ago. Suddenly you're like, how is this at 4 million views? And like, you're like, okay, whatever. I'm just going to let it coast. There's still to this day posts from like months ago that I'm still getting active, like comments and likes on, um, what you do about it? Nothing. Enjoy the ride. Uh, occasionally stoke the fire and feed the trolls in there and just, you know, answer a couple of questions. Um, cause the, the engagement in the comments is what keeps that wave going. So I would, uh, yeah, I would just get, enjoy the ride. <laughs> That's it. Mike, what do you think? I think just, I don't know what you're looking to get out of the questions you're asking. Honestly, man. I mean, it doesn't, I, you're just not in control of it. Like it's literally Zuckerberg's platform and you're just going to things just happen randomly there and none of it makes sense. And there's no point in even trying to spend time making sense of it because you never will. And then as soon as you think you kind of figured some of it out, they change it. So it doesn't even matter. Just, just enjoy the growth, take it for what it is, make your stuff how you want to make it. Don't let it stress you out. Don't let it run your day. Just make content, throw it up, share the thing you want to share and then just move past it. Like if it does well, great. If it doesn't, who cares? It's whatever. It's just a stupid social media platform. Yep. Um, the next question is from Mark Alms from Valhalla Workshop. Hey, guys. Mark Alms from Valhalla Workshop here. If you three had to do a build challenge similar to the festival event that Mike did recently and could draft just one more teammate, who would it be? The catch is that it can only be someone who you've had on your show as a guest. Thanks, guys. And also just want to say thanks for all the motivation. You know, I've been wanting to create content for a few years and listening to this podcast for a while now, and also the timing of Drew Witt's latest Maker of the Month challenge finally inspired me to do my biggest build yet and make a YouTube video out of it and enter his competition. So just want to say appreciate what you guys are doing for all us listeners. Cheers. Pete. Uh, Chris Giffro, cow dog. Because he would he's one that would not like none of us would incorporate as much like uh pressure fit or hand cut joinery as he would. And if we we're doing some kind of build, but what if you had to get the piece of furniture done in a reasonable amount of time, who would you choose? <laughs> I'm just joking. Chris <laughs> and a bunch of volunteers that will work for free Suzanne sauce. <laughs> so Chris and like a backpack full of Suzanne. I love you, Chris. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I think he would, he would bring something that, none of us Chris would be great to do a project like, with all of us could do in some form but none of us would 
uh, think first to incorporate that in there. Uh, and like I said in a pre-show, if we wanted like a handicap, more of a challenge, I- I'd bring on like Paul Jackman or someone. <clears throat> Kitty, love you, Paul. Dan, what do you think? Um, well, we all kind of went to a festival challenge once, so we kind of all know how it goes. And when mm-hmm. you're doing that, you are on a serious time crunch. Mm. And the only person that I could think of is Jimmy Duresta. Like, that guy can work so fast, and he's wicked smart, and he can come up with processes that are just, like, it's kind of mind-boggling the way he thinks. So, I, I would pick Jimmy. Absolutely. Mike? Um, You can't say Jason. So, I already, I already, no, no, not Jason. I've already done it with Jason Bent. Um, and I did Whoa, one with, well, I was going to say. Personal life. I, did, yourself. I did one with. Eric Curtis, like me and him work really well together. So I, I would, I, I won't say Eric cause I, I did the one at Rubio with Eric Curtis. So that was, but probably Amanda Russell. She's great. Or, um, Michael Alm because he approaches things so much differently yeah. than I would. I really like Michael Alm, his just approach to things. So just, he's sometimes it gets real, like what Dan was saying, cause Dan and Pete didn't kind of do the furniture build. Like I did, they absolutely did the same furniture build I did. <laughs> so they did it. Uh, it does. It's time crunch. You're trying to move yeah. quick. You're moving fast. And Michael is a very calm spirit and being, and that's just a nice person to have around when you're in a time crunch. Yeah. So, oh yeah, uh, I'd say that's in Michael. Some do, someone to anyway. like keep you mellow. Yeah, and just chill, bro. It's just freaking a piece out. of wood. It's just a piece of wood. <laughs> and, and also, uh, it needs to be someone that's uh, humble enough to occasionally be like. I'll I'll sand for the next hour. You guys work on this joint or something like because that's, that's nothing. <laughs> one thing at those uh, Ruby events <laughs> is like doesn't matter how skilled you are, somebody ends up doing some like grunt work at some point, and and knowing that like everyone's on the same page makes it a lot easier to go through with the whole thing. Yeah, I got yep. I got Get pushed done. into sanding a lot. What's we sanded a lot, <laughs> <laughs> but then we also did a lot of the the, the primary joinery, which was fun. So. Nice. I mean, they just put uh, Mike on a router for an hour. All right. It's <laughs> just some straight router work. Uh, well, we have a new segment. Dan, you called, ready? Well, it's it's this right here. It's called Offcuts, but here's our new here's our new jingle, uh, jingle for it. You an official here? Because you have officially given me a offcuts. Dan, <laughs> what I'm gonna do it in post? No, he's I thought I was supposed to post. post. Do it live. <laughs> I'm going to do it in post. Do it for everyone listening now. Oh, whatever. Uh, All right. This segment, uh, I'll let Pete thing. explain what this is. Oh, Offcuts, it's uh, definitely not a ripoff of anything else that any other podcast does, but it's basically just you guys calling in and giving us uh, your two cents, your little offcuts of knowledge. Feedback from previous feedback episodes. Feedback from previous episodes or something we missed or something that we might find interesting. It's a time for you to, to, to let your voice be heard. Yeah, and it's not your soapbox, so don't be calling in here, going off on a What's rant. on my soapbox? <laughs> but uh, Michael called in with some good information. Or wrote in, I think? I don't know. I think wrote he in. He wrote in. Uh, from Michael Ruciello. I hope I pronounced that right, Michael. Nice. Sup, gang? When y'all are needing work holding for your CNCs and you want to use a nailer, get yourself a fiber nailer. It shoots plastic nails that the CNC can plow through and you won't F up your, your sometimes expensive bits. <laughs> Uh, when you're ready to pull off your material, they'll pull right off or snap mm-hmm. off clean. If they need any cleanup, just hit them with an offcut or a chisel and it's like nothing's there. Gas nailers are pretty common in construction. I've seen them mostly as framing nailers. Look up pass load. Um, they're legit. Thanks for what you're doing, Mike. So let Thanks, me Mike. let me ask you this. No problem, Mike. Uh, does your fiber laser shoot nope. plastic lasers? <laughs> Yes, yeah. that's how it, it dents the metal in it. That's, that's why I got it, so I could do it for my hold-down needs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pick it up and he's, hold it over he's my He's going to set it above his liquid. <laughs> <laughs> no, those, those fiber uh, fiber nails are super cool. They're basically plastic nails. Your CNC bit like, that's will not get damaged That's probably really good for the environment. It's uh, The only downside with it is... It, they, the nails will only work in their gun. And I forget the, it's, oh, Raptor nails, Raptor or something. I think that's the, look up Raptor and, and plastic nails and you'll find it. Um, it only works with their nail gun. The nail gun is like 200 bucks or something. Or so, I, 
don't fact well fact check your yourselves on it. Um, but the nails are really cool and you, yeah, you could save your bits, but I, I don't like the idea of just like being stuck with one company and having to get my nails through them and the nailer and all that stuff. So somebody please invent plastic nails that go in regular guns. How about we just use domino hold downs and hold just down everything domino with domino. Your pieces? Yeah. Yeah. Cause the waste, I mean, board, they're, they're made of wood, anyways. so just glue them down and just glue Glue it into your spoil board. There you go. <laughs> Eventually, your whole entire spoil board is just like half dominoes, like side <laughs> by side. In green right. dominoes. In green domino board. <laughs> oh, God. Like $25,000 nope. tabletop. <laughs> <laughs> I, I brought this up in the pre-show. Wasn't there – I want to say it's a Swedish company that kind of started invented uh, inventing a uh, a nailer that shot wooden nails? Yeah, we did this. We talked about this on the show. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a hot minute. I mean, I just obviously it's an expensive option, but you can make a pretty easy vacuum bed. I mean, I had I've been talking about my vacuum bed throughout the week, and someone. I mean, what's that orange? Is it Stepcraft? Stepcraft. Yes, you can get that from Rockler. No, you can get it from Tools Today, but they they have a they have a but they have a. A vacuum bed system that runs off of a shop vac. What? I mean, really? you don't need a lot of stuff. Oh yeah, it literally you plug a like a shop vac into it, and it creates enough megapascals for the thing to run. It's only megapascals. like a four by, or is that two by that four. Actor guy. Yeah, he played uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, he played Mega Mandalorian. <laughs> um, Mega Pedro Pascal. <laughs> That's his older brother. <laughs> he started that mega mega website. Pascal. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah Pascal. Pascal.com. <laughs> if you weren't in the pre-show, that makes Mega no sense. Megapascal.com. I mean, it doesn't even make sense if you were in the pa- in the pre-show. <laughs> no. Uh, what were we talking about? I don't, know. So, I don't know. Oh, I mean, vacuum beds, it seems like you can attach them. I bet you could probably make a pretty sick vacuum bed for your Onefinity yeah, setup. They, they, I, that's what I was trying to get to. Like, I, I've seen them in there. forums. I bet you just hook up like a, a shop vac to it and it does its thing. By the way, I just looked it up. That nail gun is $353 for just a nail gun. That's not bad. For a nail gun. It's cheaper than... I mean... Yeah, it depends on how much work you're doing. I mean, maybe, maybe not, actually. I mean, the hold-down system that I stole from Mike, it it just works great. So I I won't be switching anytime soon. Those inline... uh, Dude, vacuum beds are sick, bro. I mean, if I if I if I had coffee money, I would I, get I think you bed. no, it's not even money. I don't no no. I'm I'm saying I think you can make them out of PVC piping on for your for your Onefinity. I don't, I don't know think how it costs like things. a lot of money. I mean, he does have <laughs> oh, a no, I wouldn't say that on a woodworking podcast. Breadboard, breadboard. Is that your Tourette's? Is that what you like scream out? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the show that's pete won't be here next week oh. he's gonna be in poland sunning eating kielbasa does poland do, does poland have beaches yes i grew up next to one thank you for knowing that was it uh was it like warm yeah it's the same climate <laughs> i just as imagine as, poland's always really cold yeah me too i just imagine him out there ice fishing it was a lateral move from it's, jersey but yeah. it's same climate as jersey climate as jersey basically really? yeah it's like uh, I would oh, say yeah? maybe like so you get summers. It's a little more like Connecticut, so it's like a little cooler winters and stuff. But I always I mean, pictured I was like twenty minutes Siberia. away from the beach. No, no, I, the, the Baltic Sea's right there. And you That's and your cool. family would go out That's and rolling up with your kielbasa bowl, Polish calamari, <laughs> kielbasa bowl. That actually is a thing that you probably can find in Poland. It's Just sad crying. It's Why is our food so bad? <laughs> kielbasa and kraut. Mm, that sounds. Listen, lovely. if you put a bunch of kielbasa and actually, kraut good. in a bowl, that sounds pretty good. Hot dogs, sad. <laughs> it's <just> sad. <laughs> kielbasa bowl. Uh, all right, let's get out of the show. Let's get that sad things. Next week, it's Dan and I. No, Pete. We'll probably have a guest. 
Who even Perhaps. knows? This is the only the uh, second time I've been gone in three years. The first time you were gone, we had Lefty. I say we do a throwback you. and bring Lefty again. See if bring can. Lefty on and have him again? delete his audio again. <laughs> but have him do everything in reverse. Right. So right, right. It'll can be the Benjamin that? Button episode. We'll just so like this is what we'll do. We'll record a regular episode, but I'll flip his track around and put it in reverse, and it won't make any sense. It'll be great. It'll just sound like Dark Side of the Moon. That's yeah. That's how they did that. All right, <laughs> yep. let's get out of here. This is ridiculous. Mike, Mike, outro. outro. Okay, everyone, have a great week. We're doing ASMR. Bye, bye. No, everyone, <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you to all our patrons. You guys are kind of the best. We appreciate everything you do and all your support. You are the best. We will talk to you guys real soon. Share the show. Share the People show. Used to put this thing in their stores. Share the they show. don't do that anymore. Yeah, please do. And I don't know what that's about. Yeah, maybe go watch us on YouTube. Please, we should do that too. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we should share this. Maybe we should share it too. We should share this. Uh, everyone, share the show and tag twenty of your closest friends, <laughs> and then make sure that they reshare. Oh, you got it. You got to. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's MLM like marketing. Chain Forward it to ten friends, otherwise you're gonna die in a <laughs> hot dog bowl accident. Hot dog bowl. <laughs> good save. I don't know where it was gonna go, but it felt easy. All right, everyone, have a good week. Hot dog. We'll see you later. Bye bye. Now. Love you, long time. Official here? Because you have officially given me a boner.